You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Coletti and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at the 2016 annual Florida Bar Convention. We are on location in Orlando, Florida at the beautiful Hilton Orlando Bonnet Creek facility, which is between the Hilton and the Waldorf Astoria. We're here to cover this event and its highlight for you, our listeners. Joining me now, I have two guests. They've actually been guests on the network before. One has also been a host, but they're uh, returning. I have uh, Miss Melanie Griffin and Miss Renee Thompson. Welcome back. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yes, it's been about a year since I talked with both of you in tandem about uh, this event. And so, um, we're going to do a little follow-up here. So obviously, this is a lot of work. And But before we get into that, I just wanted to reintroduce you to our audience. Where do you work? What do you do? So why don't we start with Renee? Hi, I'm Renee Thompson. I am a mediator with the Upchurch, Watson, White, and Max firm. Uh, we are opening our office in Ocala, Florida. Um, I recently joined them, and I'm excited to be here and part of this convention. Melanie Griffin, I am the managing shareholder of Dean Mead's office in Tampa and also maintain an office here in Orlando in the commercial litigation department. Well, do you breathe a sigh of relief now <laughs> that the event has come off? It is so much fun to be here and to see it come to life. Um, I think that's the most exciting part about this week is you see the decisions that have gone into making it a a special event for everyone and all the attendees. And I think a side note, obviously, um, depending upon when our listeners are hearing this, um, to put it into context, um, we had the largest mass shooting in America um, on Sunday. And so that was really draining on Renee and I, as well as the country. And so we were talking about how odd it felt to be coming to convention and be celebratory at a time that is so difficult with so many people to be um, dealing with so many emotions. And yet, I don't know about you, Renee, while that's still certainly top of mind, just getting here and feeling the mem- the energy of our members and having the networking and collaboration is certainly, I think, helping that healing process. It's been really nice being on not only campus to breathe a sigh of relief in the usual sense, but I think also in terms of that, um, that, that significant event in the country too. Agreed. I think everyone is really appreciating being together at this time, and this is the perfect place to do that. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, we had uh, Chief John Mina from the, the, the police department uh, who's going to come down and chat with us uh, about a presentation here, and obviously his attention is needed elsewhere, and so he had to cancel. Wonderful PR people, by the way. They were incredibly friendly, actually wishing us safety, uh, even though we're flying from out of state. So they were worried about us and, wow. and uh, wishing us That's well. Incredible. But uh, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, there's a lot of very influential important people here uh, participating in these events. And there are a lot of people gathered in a central location, a lot of very influential and uh, people in a very important industry. How, you said it was stressful. What were some of the things that you were thinking about? Well, first of all, security, of course, comes to mind when you're dealing with uh, such a large population of people. And, you know, the bar was just wonderful in beefing up their security efforts, especially this week. Um, You'll see a law enforcement presence throughout the convention, um, in addition to the normal presence that we have with the Supreme Court and others who normally attend this convention, um, you will see extra folks here as well, um, making sure that everyone is secure and safe here. Um, You will also see added security um, throughout the week because the president is coming to town. And when I'm talking about the president, not the bar president, but the United (laughs) States president. The big uh, guy. (laughs) So I think we're going to see more and more security as the week goes on um, because, as you know, um, 
when he comes to town, you know, the whole world has to make sure that everything is secure for him to do that. So, And if we can add on, in addition to security, um, certainly top of mind was the community and the healing and how can the Florida Bar best contribute to those efforts. So um, Renee, you can't see it since this is an audio um, uh, interview, but she's actually wearing her United, I'm sorry, Orlando United sticker. So the bar specifically had stickers made that um, is advertising a fundraising campaign that we're um, hosting this week so that we can give funds um, to the victims of the Orlando shooting. Um, We are going to have a banner that all lawyers can sign to let victims know that we are thinking of them and their families. Um, I know there are several individual bar members who, in addition to stickers and the banner and cards that are being given out at convention, um, have specially planned outfits. We have numerous friends that have thought of um, stickers and scarves and just what can they do to support the Orlando and the LGBT community. So it's just really great to see that kind of enthusiasm from our members. And that's a hashtag Orlando United if you're interested in following us in social media. And that's the city of Orlando's official hashtag. Oh, is it? So oh, is it? it is. Um, so we're grateful to support that here and you know, show our support for them in their time of need. And we would add, especially the um, emphasis that the network has on technology, um, it is important to either give to hashtag Orlando United or a similar um, fundraiser or Orlando One or a similar group because um, there are concerns that there have been, um, and this is sad, but it's happening these days, um, but pop-up groups that are um, starting fundraising sites to funnel funds um, that are not actually being directed to the victims and their families. Oh, wow. And our past Florida Bar President, Man Downs, um, who is the city attorney here in Orlando, um, is very involved with the creation of um, One Orlando, which is the kind of central place where um, the bar is sending folks um, to make sure that it goes to the proper proper people since we know the, know that the city is directly involved with the creation of that foundation. So, Well, I think this is a good transition. So I'm seeing, I mean, I, I, obviously that's a lot of activity kind of at the end, uh, you know, uh, just an audible of, of activity there. And so I, I wanted to transition on this sleep. <laughs> so can both do you of, do that? <laughs> can you tell us what that is? Uh, <laughs> Can we Google that now? (laughs) I'm guessing the amount of hours on sleep can be counted on one hand, right? Uh, Coming into this event tonight, so. But you know, we're running on adrenaline, so it's fun. You get to see your friends and uh, colleagues from all over the nation, frankly, at conferences like this. So I'm happy to not have the sleep right now. I'm happy to be with everybody. And it's a true honor. You know, it was great to have... um, President Abedin and President-elect Shafino, soon to be President Shafino, um, appoint us. So you're grateful for an opportunity to lead and participate in the bar, and that makes it all worth it and helps motivate you as well. Excellent, excellent. That is quite the spirit there. So, <laughs> <laughs> And Melanie will get to be the chair next year as well. Oh, that's right, um, that's right. We are going to be back in Boca next year. So Melanie, maybe tell them a little bit about what to expect and who's being sworn in. Well, before we get to that, let's explain sure. the structure of this, because this is interesting, interesting okay. leadership dynamic. On this particular run, you guys co-chaired it so sharing the responsibilities so I mean arguably maybe maybe this doesn't exactly wash out in the math but half the work so (laughs) Melody when you go into next year going back to Boca is that going to be twice the amount of work for you well (laughs) Melanie and I will both be working on the convention committee next year um I will be the board of governors liaison to the annual convention committee so she will have me at her beck and call if she needs me and you know I'm always scheming so I will be (laughs) roping in Renee maybe you Lawrence I don't know what you're doing for volunteer activities this year yeah yeah I'm gonna go ahead and officially loan my boss to uh to you for your services (laughs) 
Awesome. <laughs> so I love that. Is uh, I remember last year's uh, last year's uh, convention, a Boca Raton, really, really warm place. It uh, matches the hospitality down here, as I've come to recognize. Uh, this is a very friendly uh, bar association to be part of. Um, is Orlando just as warm as Boca Raton? Because I walk outside, hot, hot. Is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, it's humid in Florida, no matter where you are. Um, but Boca is particularly hot. And what's great about, and of course, each property is unique and special in its own right. And we're going to make Boca awesome. What's great about the Waldorf um the Waldorf Hilton property where we're at now is that you can literally be inside the whole time. Um, so you may not actually get that uh, humidity if you don't want to. You can just stay in. But we've also gotten feedback from our members, and this is what the beauty is going back and forth between the properties. Um, some of our members don't like that. They feel trapped. So there's something for everybody every other year. <laughs> yeah, I remember a short walk outside of Boca Raton. I went from totally cold to sweating in 50 feet between buildings. It was unbelievable. Back to ice cold again. Yeah, right, unbelievable. Right. But, uh, and you don't have to worry about your hair. Uh, I do worry about my hair because <laughs> it's, it gets quite curly and uh, it starts to do weird things in the humidity. Especially in Florida. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 yeah that's absolutely. an off-the-charts humidity. But, <laughs> but I digress. So I wanted to talk about this. Now, I know that uh, this year's uh, convention, it was more of a family focus and at the location here, we're close to the Magic Kingdom. There's Mickey Mouse ears everywhere. And so I wanted to ask you, how did that come off? Uh, are you guys getting some feedback? Are people appreciative of that? Are you seeing more family members around? How did it work out? Um, we definitely had an emphasis on family this year and being on Disney property, um, you know, so close to the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, we knew that families would make the most of this convention. Um, I think that the Florida Bar is always very good about being inclusive about families and this property just shows to me that um, folks are welcome to do that. We, you know, on Thursday night, we have in-house babysitting. I mean, we do a lot of things to make it easy on our members so that they can attend the events that they need to attend and still see their families because, you know, after all, that's what it's all about is that work-life balance and, and finding that happy medium. And with that, um, I can answer your question with a resounding yes. The first person that I saw this morning um, you know, walking to the convention for the first time as the co-chair was honestly, it was a six-year-old. Um, as you may know, Renee and I are both um, former Florida Young Lawyers Division presidents, and it was one of our former board members with our daughter. Um, I was invited later to go to a hotel room to play Anna um, and Elsa. I'm not quite sure which character I promised to be, but um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. So, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think that would just sung at home for me that there are definitely people bringing their kids and are looking forward to the theme parks um, in addition to convention. That's great. That's great. Well, obviously, it's a big event. There's a lot of important presentation. There's updates to law, which we've been getting a little bit of information with so far. Um, This was a lot of work uh, in motion. How many people did you have working with you to to pull this off? We have an entire committee, um, the annual convention committee. Um, I would say is about 20 people yep. and they work closely with Florida bar staff on not only raising monies for sponsorship for things to happen, um, but, you know, helping to pick everything from the band at the president's reception um, to who our speaker is going to be at our judicial luncheon tomorrow. So, I mean, they are what I consider to be our sounding board for the decisions that have to happen to pull off an event of this caliber. Uh in recent memory, as everything came together, what was your most challenging task? There's a lot of smiles here, so I'm going to 
They're, they're laughing and they're pulling away I, from the I microphone. I think that the events that have occurred locally have really um, impacted this week. Um, you know, this convention normally is a little bit later. It's a little earlier this year and it's on Father's Day weekend. So we were wondering how that might impact membership. But then having it in this place when the local community is going through so much um, I think has been a, a different um, a different place for us to be. Um, I, I don't know, Mel. Yeah, no, I think that's a great answer. I think earlier in the year, too, and you may have um, thought about chatting about our theme, which is exceeding the vision this year. Um, and, and we really put a lot of thought into that and came out, I think, with a theme later than usual because it's tied into um, Vision 2016, the three-year strategic plan of the Florida Bar. And so part of what we wanted to do there was that with it being Vision 2016, it was established in 2014. It's coming in for a landing, as we like to say, um, this year. And we wanted to show that not only have we worked on the objectives of the strategic plan, um, but that we're exceeding them, both in terms of what we accomplished over the past three years for the bar, um, but then where we're going to take those plans going forward. So there was a lot of collaboration, I think, in terms of coming up with a theme and really making sure that we tied all parts of the bar together. And I, my second part of that question was the proudest moment that you had setting this up. Does that translate into the proudest moment? Not I, for me. I, <laughs> I would say the proudest moment for me is just to see the bar trying new things this year. They have really stepped up their social media. Um, we have a new social media wall that's integrated into our convention app. And so folks are able to engage um, in the convention in a very different way. Um, and I just love to see them keeping up with the technological pace that happens at conventions. So for me, I'm, I'm most excited to see that piece of it. And mine's more on the party planning side. One of my most special moments um, when I was Young Lawyers Division president was um, a night that I was in New Orleans with another fellow YLD president, Sean Desmond, who may have been another guest of yours on the Legal Talk Network. Sounds familiar. I'm sure. And, um, and, and we stumbled upon this band called the Brassaholics, and it was just an incredible um, musical performance that night. And so one of the things that I think is really exciting um, for this convention is that we've really bumped up the Friday night president's reception to not only make it family friendly and make it a good culminative event for the convention, but also to truly make it a party and a celebration of um, presidents Abedin and Shafino. And so we are flying in the Brassaholics from New Orleans. It's a New Orleans funk band. They are nationally renowned. Um, it, it is. It's, it's going to close hope, this convention on a high you, note. You <laughs> pack your dancing shoes. It is going to be a fun night, whether you um, dance or you just love good music. Um, it, it's going to be fabulous. Excellent. I happen to be wearing my dancing shoes. <laughs> Right oh, I thought so. And my dancing tie for Windsor. <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously uh, there's a lot going on here. Uh, there's many events and seminars put together, and uh, we have some visitors here. That I, I don't know what's going to happen. We have here. a triumvirate of presidents and past presidents. Um, this is Bill Shafino, our president elect. Either. Uh, Greg Coleman, our, our immediate past president. Late president. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Um, and Raymond Avedin, our current Florida Bar president. So. <laughs> For at least, what, two more days? Right, right. <laughs> so obviously this is, I mean, like we said this last year, that was our big takeaway, was it's such a warm uh, bar association to be part of. I Every time I turn around, everybody seems to know each other. Uh, everybody's smiling and laughing, and, and there's wonderful things going on. And so I want to put you guys on the spot a little bit. Oh. So I was going to, originally I was going to ask you your three, what you think the three most important events here are. But I want to limit it now to two because it puts a little more pressure on 
on you. And I know you can handle it. You guys uh, co-chaired, so you had a little extra free time, I'm, I'm sure, because you co-chaired. Uh, what are the two most important events in your opinion? I'm kidding about the uh, extra time part. but <laughs> Well, for me, I would say definitely the Clio Conference, which is going on here. That is a national conference, um, and they are on the cutting edge of technology and bringing that to our membership. And, you know, sitting in that this morning, I can honestly say they bring a better conference every year. We got the opportunity to bring them last year, and the speakers this year have just, like I said, exceeded our vision of what they could have done. I mean, it has been um, incredible to see that conference grow, to see how they are connecting with our members and, you know, creating the type of technology CLEs that we really need. I, that To me, that's a very important piece of convention that I hope continues for years to come. Um, I would say the second most important event for me is the Judicial Luncheon, which is taking place next, tomorrow, actually. Um, we are going to have the immediate past president of the ABA, um, William Hubbard, come to talk to us about the future practice of law. But what I love about that particular luncheon is, is a gathering of all of Florida's judiciary. So you'll have over 400 judges, the Florida Supreme Court, all in one place here to celebrate justice and what we are going to do as a profession. To me, it's a wonderful opportunity for law firms to thank their judiciary and also have the opportunity to come celebrate as a whole, which the judiciary doesn't always get. So for me, those are probably the most important events um, in my mind. And Melanie, your two picks. It's, it's hard to go after Renee, um, but in addition to the events... She is a tough act to follow. <laughs> Always. In addition to the events that she named, the president each year picks two showcase CLEs. And this year, one is focusing on Miranda, um, and the other one is focusing on women in the profession. And so just to expand on those a little bit, um, this is our 50th anniversary of Miranda Rights, and the actual attorney who worked on the original case is going to be one of the presenters. And I just think that that is... Oh, wow. a really Really cool yeah, piece of history. And so when Renee was talking about the judicial luncheon that's going on tomorrow, that will um, follow right afterwards. Members will have an opportunity to go see that presidential showcase. And then the next day on Friday afternoon, our Young Lawyers Division is putting on the second presidential showcase, which is about um, women and the law. And there, that's a whole another show in and of itself. But other than to say and keep it short that... Um, that has been in, at the front of people's minds in terms of equal opportunities, equal pay, equal partnerships. Um, and it's something that really needs to be addressed in our profession. We have not done a good job of keeping pace with other industries. Um, and so we're excited to see our young lawyers tackling that issue meaningfully. Well, ladies, I'm down to my two last questions, but they're good <laughs> okay, ones. Okay, good. So uh, this next question, I, got, I have to primer it with a little bit of storytelling here. So uh, let's say, for example, that I was a Florida attorney and one of those junior associates I'm grinding it out this weekend. I'm uh, trying to climb the ladder and I'm listening to this podcast as it, <laughs> as it so happens. And so I, I hear this wonderful bar association talking about their annual convention and uh, I'm so busy. I can't go. Why should I go? What are the three top reasons to attend the annual convention despite the, the, the requirements to grind out your firm? Renee, let's start with you. My three top reasons are fun, fun, and more fun. 
Um, you know, one of the things about convention, which I love, is you don't have to do all three days if you don't want to. You can pick and choose the events you want to be at. If you want to do the full CLE track, you can do it. But if you only want to go to, say, the technology conference, you can do that too. Um, but most importantly, I think what convention brings to especially young lawyers and those who are building a practice is the networking. Um, this is, to me, the gathering of Florida's lawyers um, in the state. And it's so important that they have those face-to-face opportunities. We live in a world of social media, as you know. And to have all of those folks under one roof, to me, is just it's it's absolutely invaluable. So that's repeat what Renee said. Um, just to add on, one additional um, would be I think this actually might be number three um, is happiness. I think that people um, there have been studies that people are happiest when they are connected to their profession. And so, in addition to having that, um, not only the in person connections and the relationships, but just feeling like you actually are a part of the bar and you know what's going on and you're not an isolated island. Um, and I think related to that as well, um, if you are in private practice. A lot of times it's incumbent that you develop business at some point. And so certainly while not the primary reason to come to convention, I think a tangential benefit is that a lot of times we do get referrals for cases because someone learns about your practice or they get to know you and they like you, Lawrence, or whatever the case may be. Um, And so that is certainly something to go back and show your boss, hey, you know, I attended this fun event, but I also was able to bring in a piece of valuable business as a result of being there. And there you have it. So all of you pale pasty Florida grinders out there, and you know who you are. That is why you should be attending your annual convention. Sing it. Absolutely. Sing it, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so my last question uh, as we close it out. Uh, now, obviously, this is going to transition into the next uh, annual convention. I'm sure that there's already been some work probably laid down for it as it returns to Boca in close proximity to A1A uh, out there on the Atlantic. <laughs> uh, so uh, what, what's coming up? What, the new theme and, and uh, some of the, some of the, uh, some of the changes from, from this convention to next. I don't, I, we're not quite there. I think that'll be a big um, part of what the committee does. We are doing a wrap up with our outgoing committee and then um, talking, starting to collaborate with our new committee this afternoon, our committee meeting. Um, but what we can tell you is that um, president elect designate Michael Heiger will be sworn in at the next convention. I think that'll be particularly meaningful for him because he is an attorney at Burger Singerman in Miami. And so with him being so close to the Boca Raton property and all of his peers, then that's always special because you usually have increased attendance. There's there's always a good presence, but certainly down there, I think he'll have a lot of um, friends and supporters as he's sworn in. and so I think, I think it'll be a really great time to obviously, you know, just return. A lot of people really love Boca and not only the convention, but what it has to offer in terms of the beach club and the world-renowned spa and great restaurants. So um, it's just a nice place that people like to go and relax and have as a part of their summer vacation. And that convention, just so you can put it on your calendars, is happening June 21st through the 24th um, at the Boca Raton Resort. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, this uh, Thanks for having us. I know. it's uh, We're two years in a row now. I know. We'll have to make this an annual tradition. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, if our listeners wanted to follow up or maybe they need some directions to the Lazy River by the Waldorf, how can they get a hold of you? <laughs> Um, I think probably the best um, way to do that while you're on site is to email the president at floridabar.org. Um, that 
particular email gets checked by all Florida Bar staff um, and of course our president. So um, if you need other things um, to know what's going on, you can check us out on social media on the Florida Bar's um, social media page. Um, we also have a Florida Bar president social media page. So either way, you can connect with us on site. Of course, download the convention app and um, participate in the social wall. Excellent. Well, this has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti signing off from Orlando, Florida. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you. All right, great job, you guys. Oh, thanks, guys. Awesome. The views awesome. expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.